Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. This is Deb from Media Night Radio. As all of you know, we have Victor Alfieri gracing our airwaves tonight, which is fantastic. Daytime audiences know him from Days We're Alive and Bold and Beautiful. Since leaving daytime, though, he has kept busy with his roles in Ron Howard's Angels and Demons, Christopher McQuarrie's Persons Unknown on Fox, and most recently Southland on TNT. But before Southland, Alfieri gained international attention in the European production, The Roman Spring of Mrs. Stone, opposite Helen Mirren and Anne Bancroft. Uh, He then completed two very high-profile European productions back-to-back, the lead role of Darius the Gladiator in the feature film Pompeii, an epic love story produced by DeAngelis Productions and the very popular miniseries entitled Elisa de Rivam Rosa, a classic period piece based on the literary masterpiece Pamela written by Samuel Richardson. Alfieri plays a sword-wheeling assassin named Zani La Morte. Next up for Alfieri, the lead role in the American production titled A Secret Promise, a love story shot in New York City opposite Ione Skye, Ron Silver, and Talia Shire. Alfieri has also just completed production as a writer, director, producer in the horror suspense thriller Looking for Clarissa. If that's not enough, he will be also performing Hollywood Dream Role at the famous Acme Comedy Hollywood on November 17th at 10.30 p.m. And you can watch live on www.hollywooddreamroll.com or come and see the show in person. Let's welcome to the airwaves, Victor Alfieri. Hi, Victor. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. So, uh, you're a native of Rome, Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like growing up in Italy, like versus Los Angeles or New York? Well, you know, growing up in Italy versus Los Angeles, New York. Mm, let me think about it. Uh, growing up in Italy, well, we eat a lot of pasta, so that's <laughs> different from the burgers, right? And then, uh, you know, breakfast. Breakfast is huge in Italy. We have croissants and we have like pastry. Cappuccino here, what I hear, what I see is like bacon and eggs. So oh, it's like nice. those are the main, I'm, I'm, I'm big on food. So that, that's all I can tell you the difference is. But all the rest, I think it's pretty much the same. You know, all the world, like my grandma says, all the world is the same. Just, yeah. the, just the food that changes, I'm telling you. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Okay, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good selling point there. Um, you started your modeling as a, as a teenager, yeah, what was yeah, it, yeah. What was it like to have your picture on the cover of several Italian magazines at that age? I well, let's let's back it up a little bit because I was working. I grew up in my grandfather's restaurant, okay. and uh, since I was eight, I was like helping out and do some chores, you know, at the restaurant. And uh, when I became a teenager, I got really tired of uh, not tired, but you know, like I've been doing it for so many years. I got tired of like working in the restaurant <laughs> and going to school and then help out. And I got uh, spotted at the restaurant from a producer that he was doing, like, some, uh, you know, modeling scouting. And uh, he offered me, like, a job. And so I did it for fun, not professionally. 
But uh, it then it became kind of like uh, a new experience for me to gain money just using my face. It was like, wow, I don't have to carry plates or clean tables. It's like I just smile, take pictures, and make money. That's great. So I did it for fun for like a few years, and then I, I, you know, it was I, I enjoyed it. Let's put it that way. I enjoyed it. I, I always went back and worked at the restaurant anyway because I like I like the interaction with uh, with people with the with the with the customers and uh, and I think that really helped me with acting actually to be like uh, you know in in touch with the audience you know yeah absolutely well did did because of the fact that if you were so young when you started modeling and your face was was gracing the covers of these magazines. Did it influence the type of friends you attracted? No, 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 not at all, not at all. I was, uh, like I said, I uh, fortunately I grew up with, uh, you know, very grounded with very solid principles and morals. You know, growing up in a restaurant with surrounded by family, it didn't. Uh, even though I was making uh, for those, those few years that I did modeling, I was making. Uh, but you know, for a teenager, I was making big money, and uh, it didn't change me. It didn't change anything, and. Uh, actually didn't uh i like i said i went back to the restaurant you know like after my photo shoots and everything i was back at the restaurant and then people started recognizing me actually a little bit you know during that time um the only good thing that came out of it i bought my first porsche when i was 18 which is like you know my friends were like wow you know it was a used one okay it wasn't a brand new one but uh you know i'm uh i'm 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 big on uh, on sports cars. I mean, I'm I'm I love sports cars. I mean, I I can't. That's my vice. And uh, so, I to me it was like just as a, as a kid, you know, as a as a young boy, it's like, oh my gosh, I can get my my sports car, my dream sports car. You know, I didn't care about and you know the glamorous or the uh, let's let's quote it the the little fame that I achieved. I don't care about that. To me, it was like, okay, I can buy my toy, and I was happy. <laughs> you know, that's it. That was it. That, that's interesting. That's interesting. Because here sometimes, uh, you know, you, you have a situation maybe because in Italy you were, you were great, you were uh, fortunate enough to have friends that were really grounded here. That can kind of influence people, especially when they're famous. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, I've seen people, I, I've seen ch- people changing their personality or, you know, their identity because of money and fame. Uh, It didn't happen to me, fortunately, because, like I said, I was surrounded and I grew up with good values. The only thing that changed that I could afford my my dream car, that's all. But I I didn't do it, like, because of, uh, you know, I, I... See, that's, that's, you know, some people do that, like buy luxurious cars or, or houses right, for show-off. I mean, for me, it was a passion. I always wanted to be a, 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 a race car driver, and, 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 and eventually I did, actually, back in those days. And, uh, you know, like for me, it was like just a, just a step up and say, okay, I can afford my, my sports car and do it for passion, not for showing off. You know, I don't have to show off and, and say, oh, I got a Porsche now, you know. All the rest was the same. And I, and that's why I moved to America because I, I do truly think that, you know, like if you work hard for your dreams, you, you know, there is, there is no reason why you shouldn't, you shouldn't buy your dreams, you know, you shouldn't achieve them, you know? Right. Absolutely. Well, what, um, what inspired you to, uh, move from, from, uh, modeling to acting? Well, I, uh, basically from modeling, then I stopped because I, I was also a boxer. 
uh, you know, like in uh, in the eighties, and uh, I had an encounter one night with uh, with a few mugs. Uh, me and my girlfriend, we like we got uh, robbed basically, or attempted to, you know, they attempted to rob us, and then I got in a fight, and uh, unfortunately the fight didn't end good for for neither of me or the muggers, and uh, we all ended up at the hospital, and uh, my face was like uh, uh, injured, and so I couldn't continue modeling anymore. Uh, and uh, pretty much I didn't care modeling because modeling is like me, in my opinion, I, I do respect models and everything, but I, 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 you know, it wasn't really, I wasn't really, uh, able to express myself through modeling. And, uh, so from then, from there, I became uh, a policeman. Uh, I felt the duty to, uh, to become a policeman, um, the night that I was attacked, uh, there was no uh, police, there was no cops around us, and uh, I felt, I don't know, you know, like when sometimes you, you feel the need to do something for the community, okay. and so I turned to be a cop for like almost four years. So at the age of 18 and a half until 22, I stayed with the police force, uh, then I left uh, the police force at uh, 22 and a half, and I moved to Los Angeles because a friend of mine was on vacation here. And he told me, well, just come here, you know, like, uh, check it out. It's beautiful. And I fall in love with Los Angeles, and I stay since there. And I became an actor. Wow. Well, that's, wow. That's, that's like a lot. I don't like that, right? <laughs> it's, well, it's like no. Like, I shrink that. I, like, I gave you the synopsis of my, my entire life. But basically, you know, I went through, I mean, it's not like, no, I just moved to Los Angeles and became an actor like the next day. I mean, there was a struggle. I, sure. you know, I, I wait tables over here too. I did many jobs actually. I, uh, I b- between you know waiting tables, teaching Italian, training people in boxing, uh, even like moving. Uh, like I, I was part of uh, uh, some movers company back in the '90s, and I used to move like furnitures and everything. And uh, I, I think I did my share of struggling. Uh, and oh. then the big break came with uh, Days of Our Lives in ninety end of ninety five. Right, right, and actually, you know, you're you're following my 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 uh, questions, so I don't have to ask them. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, but once you were in Hollywood, I know that you quickly landed work as an actor because of your extreme good looks and you were Italian born, and you know those things sell in Hollywood. Um, but you had a contract role on Days for Life and Bold and the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. What did you find the most interesting difference about working on soaps versus being on stage or, say, modeling? Well, uh, soaps, like, I have a huge, huge respect for, for soaps and, and also soap actors because what I found the difference is, like, soaps are very hard to, to do for an actor. I mean, we, we have a lot of lines to learn every day. And uh, it's like the amount of scripts that you receive as an actor is like it's it's unthinkable. Like the audience like watches watches their their favorite soap every day, but they don't know behind that soap that one hour show is like it's it's like an incredible amount of work. We we just think about it. Like movies, like one one hour and a half movies are shot in like well, sometimes like a couple of months, right? Right. So we have to shoot one hour and a half. I mean, one hour of uh, Days Are Alive in just uh, half a day. Sometimes we were doing two hours, two shows in one day. So I remember um, a particular moment where uh, an actress on Days Are Alive she had to leave uh, set to do a movie of the week. 
And so we have to, like, shoot, like, all our scenes um, ahead of time. And I remember that that week I learned, and I'm not kidding, I learned 250 pages, 250 pages in five days. And, and I said it to myself, if I pass this test, I'm going to be okay for the rest of my life as a doctor. Because, you know, English is not my first language. And when I got that, uh, it was like uh, we did 15 shows. So I got 15 scripts. And 15 scripts, you know, um, you know, like my role was condensated in 250 pages out of those 15 scripts. And I have to memorize 250 pages that week. So that's a lot of work, and uh, that's why, like, a lot of people, like, sometimes when they talk about soap operas or soap opera actors, they say, oh, my gosh, yeah, but that guy wasn't deep enough, or that scene was kind of fake, or that, oh, yeah, of course, because, you know, sometimes it happens. You cannot give your your best performance because you don't have time. You don't have time to, you know, to rehearse or to to have the luxury of having two or two, two or three or four takes. You know, you do one take, moving on, you know. And right. uh, and so that was a very good learning experience for me, for everything. Wow. Wow. Uh, do, you, do you stay in touch with any of the actors from Days that you worked with? Uh, from Days of Our Lives, no. It's been so long, actually. I run into them, like, once in a while. Uh, I say hi and we chat, but no, I, I basically I didn't keep in touch with, uh, with any of them. I, no. Oh, okay. Well, it happens. Life goes on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so after leaving daytime, you have been busy uh, working in movies such as Ron Howard's Angels and Demons. Mm-hmm. What was the one thing that you took away from your experience being directed by an icon like Ron Howard? It was like, uh, it was magic. I mean, I love his movies. I mean, I love, I'm a, you know, being a boxer, I love that movie that he made with uh, Russell Crowe, Cinderella Man, uh, uh, which is based on a true story, by the way. And uh, I don't know, to me, it was like the most amazing experience from the auditioning process. Uh, he had me audition for, uh, auditioning for the role four times. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and then the, the, the last audition was with Ron Howard himself, was the screen test. And um, I, I learned a lot from him as a director and and also as an actor. And uh, it was amazing. Even working with Tom Hanks, I mean, you know, like uh, amazing, amazing experience. And uh, what I what I cherish the most is like that during auditioning, the last, uh, the last, uh, the last audition that I did, uh, the screen test, Ron Howard asked me, you know, a little bit of my background, where I came from and everything. And I told them my, my life story. We spent like probably half an hour talking. Wow. And uh, and I told him I used to be a policeman, so he liked that. And uh, so then he cast me for the for the movie and everything. And uh, the last day of shooting, I remember we were on set, and he approached me, and he said, "Victor, were you really a cop in Italy?" And to me, it's like I looked at him. It's like I said, "Like what do you mean, Ron?" It's like I told you. And he goes, "Yeah, you know, actors would 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 lie to you and would say anything to you just in order to get the role." It's like Ron, we've been working together for like the past three months. You waited the last day to to uh, to tell me, right? To ask me, and uh, and to me, it was amazed that you know he always he always was in doubt, uh, but he never 
he never confronted me until at the end, until I was done with the role, not to interfere with my performances. And I told him, I, I showed him my badge. I still, I still have my badge when I left the police work. I, I took it with me. You know, used it in Italy. It's illegal. And I said, like, yeah, I was, uh, was a policeman. And he goes, okay, cool. Now I believe you. <laughs> so it was, oh. uh, it was funny. Wow. Yeah. Well, he's right. I mean, they do say anything to get the role. Yeah, um, and, and the, the amazing thing is, like, he never bothered me with it, you know? Like, that was right. how professional it is. Like, you know, a guy really that like, never loses temper, never loses control, and, uh, you know, it's like it just goes with the flow. Right, right. Did you have any difficulty with the subject matter for that movie at all? No, not not at all. I know it's a movie, and uh, and uh, movies like that, we should just embrace them as movies, you know. And uh, and I think it's up to the audience just to sit down and enjoy the movie, and just walk out of the theater and say, okay, it was a movie, you know. And then if you want to embrace any sort of message from from the movie, it's up to you. But you always have to keep in mind that's a fictional story, that's a movie, and it shouldn't affect your beliefs in religions or whatever you believe in, you know. Right. You always have to keep in mind the the roots. The roots is, is you know, what's at the base, the foundation. It, it's a movie, you know. It's not like something that we're trying to impose on you or, you know, uh, we're trying to change your belief, you know. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with you. Um, your career has also included working with Oscar winner Helen Mirren and Anne Bancroft on the Roman Spring of Mrs. Stone. Was that experience, like, nerve-wracking for you working with such legends as that? I Okay, I have to be honest with you. I When I booked the role of the Roman Spring of Mrs. Stone, uh, I knew I was going to work with two, uh, like, like uh, you know, especially Anne Bancroft, a, a legend. Right. Uh, and you know, one of the few actresses that uh, got a Tony Award and an Oscar for the for the same uh, you know role, and um, and then Helen Mirren, of course. And uh, I didn't think about it until the night before I had to shoot the scene, the monologue, my monologue with Helen Mirren, <laughs> because I was uh, we shot it in Rome. By the way, we shot the movie in Rome, in my hometown. Oh, and I was. I rem- yeah, it was a beautiful experience. I remember I was drinking like uh, a glass of champagne <laughs> in Piazza in Piazza di Spagna, one of the Spanish steps, right? The Piazza. And my friend, uh, I remember she looked at me and she goes, "Victor, are you prepared for tomorrow's shooting?" Because she knew I was uh, shooting the movie, right? And I say, "Yeah, why?" It's like, "Well, because you're acting opposite Helen Mirren." And I go, "Yeah, so." It's like she, she's a human being. She's an actress like me. What, what's so different? So she, I think she put the pressure on me. Probably. And, uh, yeah, and and because I didn't think about it until that 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 uh, second, and then I showed up on set the next day, and, and I was feeling the pressure because my friend put the pressure on me. But no, it was fine. It was fine. We had a blast, and she's a terrific actress. And uh, before the scene starts, I remember she looked at me and she goes, "Good luck, Victor." It's like, and, and, and like to myself, I said, "Good luck." What do you mean? It's not a boxing match, you know. Right. Good luck, <laughs> you know. But uh, it, it was fun. It was fun. Well, obviously, you got international acclaim for that for yeah. your role in it. it was, so. uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a big hit in uh, in Europe, and uh, you know, of course, uh, and uh, no, no, no. It was it was a terrific experience. And I, I even like I did uh, actually two movies with um, uh, with the Robert Ackerman, the, the the director of that movie. Oh. I did two movies. Like actually, he cast me for another movie before Days of Our Lives with Kirstie Alley. 
uh, called Sadly, and um, mm-hmm. that I play uh, a crazy chef uh, in that movie. So it was my second time working with the director, and we're still good friends, actually. And uh, it's, 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 I've been blessed in my career. I have to admit that. I've been blessed. Yeah, 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 you have, definitely. Um, I understand you just completed production as a writer, director, producer on the horror suspense thriller looking for Clarissa. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. What, mm-hmm. what are some of the challenges that you faced on this film since you had several different titles? Uh, I, the, the challenge, actually, this is my first time. I, I, I directed and filmed, like, and wrote uh, short films before. And right. as you know, short films, you, you work a week and that's it, you're done. Right. Uh, as a feature film, uh, I did uh, pretty much everything by myself, uh, from writing, casting, producing, catering, transportation, lodging, uh, location scouting, I mean, organizing, accounting, everything. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's been, uh, uh, even the special effects, I mean, it's been a, a great challenge and a, a big growing experience for me. Uh, the movie is done. I'm very happy. Everybody was good. All the actors were great. Um, it was stressful at times because I was by myself uh, dealing yeah. with like uh, 30, 35 people. And, uh, and, and sometimes I look back and I say like, wow, it's easy to be an actor. I mean, you just show up on set and say, hey, can I have this? Can I have that? That's it. But the other part, the receiver, basically the director or the, the production right. manager, I was everybody. I was like switching heads all the time. It's like it's a challenge because I have to deal with uh, 35 demands every single day. Oh, can I do this? Oh, can I go there? Oh, can I? So at the end, I was saying no to everybody. Right. Oh, I, I can a- a- eliminate all the problems, you know? It's like, <laughs> no, you cannot, no, you cannot, no, you cannot. Uh, it's I we we still uh, it, it was an amazing experience. I brought the cast and crew to Italy actually, uh, and uh, we're still in touch. Uh, I just saw the lead actor like a week ago, and uh, we had a blast. And uh, you know we're looking forward to make the sequel. Oh, that's awesome! No, that sounds great. I I, I bet it gave you a. Uh a different perception on all movies that you take now, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. It definitely, like, it had a big impact on me. And, of course, my second feature will be, uh, I hope to, to have a little bit more of a budget so I can hire people <laughs> to help me out because it, it's a lot of work. When you do it by yourself, it's a lot of work. Oh, Even yeah. though it's my passion and that's what I... That's what I do. That's what I I, I, I I love movies. I love making movies, but it, it it's a lot of work. By by your, I mean doing it by yourself, it's a lot of work. Especially when you have locations like Rome and the ancient town that we shot in, and it's it's a lot of work. If you're shooting maybe in one location, like maybe one house, like paranormal activity, maybe it's not that much work. Maybe I don't know because I haven't experienced it. But uh, we had 27, 27 sets. We had. Oh wow! So that's, no, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot of work. I was uh, doing also the set decorating. Uh, I was set oh. decorator, so <laughs> it was like the wardrobe and everything is crazy. I know. He were a one man show for the whole show. show. Yeah, yeah. one man show. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, in your new film, A Secret Promise, you play the lead opposite Ioni Sky. 
Rock yes. Silver, and Talia Shire. Yes. What can you tell us about this film and your character? Well, uh, you know, Ferro, I play Ferro Livetti, which is a successful uh, businessman. Uh, he's very wealthy. And, uh, you know, he enjoys the privileges and perks of uh, his social stature. Uh, but, you know, something happens during his journey, uh, very, at the very beginning of the movie, of course, that his father dies, basically. And, uh, and his father is a uh, death, death wish it's, uh, is to, to go away for his son, to go away for a month from his wealth, and, and see what happens. And at the beginning, Pharaoh doesn't understand why, and he thinks, okay, my, my father is very ill. Maybe he's talking, you know, like out of his illness. But, mm-hmm. but when his father dies and he, he needs to fulfill the promise because he promised him, uh, he understands what his father meant. And basically, the message is like, you know, the true love uh, doesn't need money, basically. So he, Pharaoh, uh, you know, like this successful, wealthy guy that had all models and beautiful women at the beginning of the movie, you'll see he's going to fall in love with a beautiful woman, but she's just, you know, a real person. She's not like a fashion model or uh, somebody that he had before. He's like a hardworking, beautiful woman and played by Yoni Sky, terrific, uh, terrific actress. And uh, so it's kind of like a modern fairy tale. And uh, it's coming out on VOD uh, November 24th. So make sure oh. you, you know, you spread the word and uh, you rent it or buy it. You know, it'll be, it's, it's, a very, it's a very good romantic comedy with a match. Absolutely. November 24th it's out? Yes, yes. It's directed by, you know, first-time director uh, Fred Manucherian. Uh, he wrote it and produced it and directed it. And uh, he wrote a terrific script. And... Um, uh, we've been friends since then. I mean, he's a terrific guy, and uh, and he, this movie deserves a lot of a lot of attention because it's really it's kind of like an old-fashioned movie, like what what movie should uh, should be all about, like the the message, you know, right. not the special effects. Right. Okay, so this uh, this coming weekend, you're going to be in Hollywood Dream Role at mm-hmm. the Acme Comedy Hollywood. Uh, at 10:30, uh, and you are joining the roster of all kinds of Days of Our Lives stars that have done it: Eric Martsoff, Molly Burnett, Eric, Ari Zucker, Patrick Muldoon. The stars are known to do things. I know that when I when I go to the shows, they're known to do things that are outrageous in this show. What can the audience expect from you? I can't tell you because it's improv. I don't know who's. You know what? Uh, what's gonna? I mean, I really cannot predict, but I I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I love to do comedy. Uh, it's a great opportunity for me to show my talent and have fun. And I just want to have fun, so I I can't really predict what's what's gonna happen. You know, I'm very unpredictable. And well, I I know that. I I can only imagine what is in store for everybody that is going to be. Um, going and uh, also that you can catch it live on um, HollywoodDreamWorld.com um, on November seventeenth mm-hmm. uh, at ten thirty at night um, Pacific time. Uh, yeah, you so can also get the tickets over there, HollywoodDreamWorld.com. Yes, yes, and come in person to Acme Comedy Hollywood in Hollywood. It's it's worth it's definitely worth seeing. Um, what, what, do you have any projects that you can tell us about that you have coming up? Uh, there is something going on right now, but I haven't closed the deal yet, so I don't want to jinx it. 
But okay. if I do close the deal, you'll be the first one. So, you know, we can do another interview so you can know about it. Of course. Of course. I would love to have you back anytime. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Victor, for spending this time with us. And I look forward to actually meeting you on um, Saturday night. All right. Thank you. And don't forget to follow me at Twitter, uh, Alfieri Victor, okay? Yes, I absolutely. I my name because there are many... Uh, many of them out there, but mine is like Alfieri Victor, my last name before my name. So, you know, Absolutely. follow me so you can get all the updates. Absolutely. Already do. Definitely. Right, ciao. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Bye-bye. This, uh, this will conclude our, our uh, show tonight. Have a good night, and uh, everybody stay safe. Bye-bye.